Hello and welcome back to the Latter-day Saint Nutritionist. This is the episode that you have been waiting for because it is the new year. Resolutions 2020, baby! This is Zach Cordell, registered dietitian and host for the Latter-day Saint Nutritionist, where food, faith, and science meet. This podcast is not intended to be individualized medical advice. As always, please consult with a medical professional in your area to make sure that your medical history is taken into account to make sure that you get the best care possible. Now, I wanted to let all of you know that are new here, I do have a YouTube channel as well. It is Zach Cordell. And if you are looking for some other nutrition information or education that you are not finding here, or you just need that much more content, then go ahead and hit me up on YouTube at Zach Cordell to see what you've been missing. We talk about single friends that can't be single. We talk about diabetes. We talk about nutrition facts panels. And sometimes it's easier just to see things. But let's jump into this podcast of Resolutions 2020. Now, welcome to the new year. And if you're here because you decided to turn over a new leaf and better yourself, welcome. Congrats on making the big choice. If you're here because you've been here and want to keep up some of the changes you've already made, welcome. Congrats on making the big choice. See, everyone is at a different place in their life with a different background. This podcast is not here to give you the secret dietary advice you've always looked for to make those pounds just melt off. But instead, this podcast is to empower, educate, and entertain you while you're on your journey to health. And because everybody is at a different point in their lives, they receive information differently. Just like when you read the scriptures you were reading as Nephi, Lehi, or Sarai, or Lemuel, or so on and so forth, but things change as you change, and now you're reading as a different person. Now, when I was young, I thought I was Nephi or Sam, even though my mom told me I was Lemuel. But when I became a father, I think more like Lehi in the experiences that he's had. The same is true for all of us on our health journey. Many of you are over diet culture, and some of you are still looking at diet culture. Some of you are over old diet culture and are looking for the new one. But we're all here to learn, grow, and become. So let's talk about your new year. Now, in my book, The Creation Code, I talk about how people say, New Year, New Me, like they have to totally change who they are in order to be good. But the reality is, is that you have always been you, and the old you has some pretty great skills that you could use to help you on your health journey. Now, my goal would be to help you to love yourself into change rather than hating yourself into it. Whenever people are driven by love, they're more likely to continue to do those things because that fuel for hate can run out pretty quickly. And it's like a fire. It can get hot or it can get cold. But if it's something that's internal, it's a lot easier to keep up. Now, before we get all lovey-dovey on ourselves, it's okay not to love everything about yourself. Maybe you don't like the dad bod. Maybe you don't like the chicken wing or the thunder thighs. But the bottom line is that you should love you. 
wherever you are, you can take steps to be healthier, but you should still appreciate who you are. I was listening to a recent general conference talk that was titled, I am a child of God. It was in 2016, and he was talking about if we understand who we are, then we are going to change how we behave. And that's what I focus on here in this podcast. And so if you think about yourself as a child of God, regardless of what your weight is or how your clothes fit or feel, if you have that reminder of who you are, then it makes those healthier choices a lot easier to maintain. Now, in the podcast episode, The Brazen Serpent Diet, I talk about the fiery serpents and the children of Israel, how the multitude were bit, and in order to be healed, all they had to do was look. But the scriptures teach us that the way was too simple, and people just wouldn't do it. And in that episode, if you haven't heard it, go back and listen. But I compare that to our diets and how we will go on these unmaintainable, extreme fads in order to get healthy. We'll only eat meat. We only eat between 3 and 6 in the afternoon. We run 10 miles every single day. We've given up meat and sworn off wearing leather. And if that's you, that's okay if that's maintainable and sustainable. But as you'll hear me say, health is a marathon, not a sprint. Now, I think we've all had those kids that just get in trouble because they're not listening. You say, this is your last chance. You need to do it. But chances are great, right? I mean, how many chances do we really get? If you do the math, you only really get one chance a year if you count it in terms of years. Or maybe you count in terms of months and then you get 12 chances a year. Or if you count days, you get 365. Or if you count hours, you get 8,760. Or if you count minutes, you get 525,600 minutes. Or if you count seconds, you get 31,536,000 seconds. And it can be a little overwhelming on how many chances we get. And the beauty is that with the atonement, you can always try. And our last episode was all about the importance of trying. Too often, we get stuck in the Yoda mode. Do or do not, there is no try. But Yoda was wrong, y'all. When people think that they need to get everything right the first time, they're going to fail. And when they fail, they think they're a failure. I feel like Oprah or Ellen should be saying, you get another chance. You get another chance. Everybody gets another chance. And so what I would encourage you to do with your chance now is look at changing your mind and your heart. That's what the gospel teaches us, is that in order to make lasting changes, we have to change our hearts. And in the Psalm of Nephi, they talk about how changing your heart is going to be able to change your behaviors. He says, O wretched man that I am, but you know Nephi is not a wretched man. Now, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will look at the biggest downfall for most people this new year. Now, if you've already made your New Year's resolutions or you're kind of waiting to figure out what you want to do and you feel like a faith-based approach would be helpful, you can head over to Amazon to pick up the creation code, 
which is a faith-based behavior change book, or 40 Days, which is a diet devotional. Uh, They're both pretty simple reads, but they're interesting in how they approach our health because it helps you to focus on the long-term effect rather than the immediate returns or the immediate returns on investment. Now, if you're not interested in those or you already have those and you're interested to see what other content would be coming out, I'm working on other things and you can support me over at www.patreon.com forward slash Zach Cordell to help me to continue to create content for y'all. But let's go ahead and hop back into the podcast where we can talk about, you know, New Year's resolutions and how many chances we get. But let's get to the biggest downfall for most people this year. The biggest downfall is setting the wrong expectations. I mean, I think we've had the experience where you're you're like, I need my conversion to be stronger, so I'm going to go and I'm going to pray and I'm going to see some angels. And when you don't see an angel, you're like, what? Well, that didn't work, I guess. <laughs> Still questioning. But what are the expectations? And, and we'll go through this step by step. For your goals, for yourself, or for your results, you want to understand what your expectations are. And as I mentioned before, I actually talk about this in my book, The Creation Code. So stick around, and then I'll, I'll find a way to be able to get two people a free copy of the book. But the reality is that most people think that failing is a problem. But I point them to the gospel and the Savior's approach to change. It's not a one-and-done experience. The last episode of this podcast was talking about trying because the faith to try is a crucial part of the change process. You don't sign up for a 5K if you don't think you'll be able to do it. You don't show up to the race the day of unless you have the faith that you're going to be able to finish. So while faith is a principle of action, we have to continue to have faith and continue to put those things into action. And this is where resilience and grit come in. So many people have tried to be healthy in the past and it just didn't stick. And that's okay. Because life is ever-changing. But you have to continue to try, right? So continuing to have faith could be hard unless you're practicing it and trying things. But how much should we try our faith at one time? I mean, if you don't like to cook, then setting the goal that you're going to only eat home-cooked meals this new year, you're likely to fail. But if you set a goal for the first week of the new year that you are going to cook a meal a week, that's attainable. And that's short enough in term that you can tell after a week if you need to reevaluate. And reevaluating is fine. There's nothing wrong with having to look at your goal and say, you know what, that didn't really work, so I'm going to try something different. Because it's impossible to see the future, we can understand what changes we want to make and the fruits that we will expect. But the reevaluation of progress is essential to lasting change. Too many times we think, well, (laughs) that didn't go as planned. But do we follow up with the question, but was the result bad? Was it good? 
Did it still get me where I was trying to go? Can I learn from this? No, we can't see the end from the beginning. And many times we don't know what the path we will take is. But if you're starting to cook more and you gain weight, did cooking at home fail you? Or do you just need to reevaluate what you're cooking? The idea is that we're always growing, not just after the New Year's. And if we can embrace that idea, then changes to better our health become something we can easily do, rather than giving up on it after a week when it's socially acceptable to have failed. So what I'm going to say now is welcome to the new year. I'm proud of you. I know Heavenly Father is proud of you. And he loves each and every one of us. And if you're looking to make changes, he has an excellent source of tools that can help you. So don't just neglect his role in our lives. This has been a little bit shorter of an episode. I know it's been an introduction to many of you to the content that's here, but I encourage you to go back and listen to some of the previous episodes, get acquainted with some of the practices that are here, because there's a lot of good information that's there. Now, it's just learning to apply it to our own lives and having the faith to try. So here we are again in 2020. Not that we've been here before, but here we are again at a new year at a juncture where we can decide what it is that we would like to do and who it is that we would like to be. And I'm glad that you're including the gospel in those plans. Keep up the great work. You can find me at Zach Cordell RDN on Facebook or on Instagram or on YouTube at Zach Cordell. And I know I mentioned the free book giveaway, so I want to make sure that I do that. If you will go to my YouTube page, subscribe and comment on a video saying, I like the podcast. I'll choose two people to reach out to to get them a free copy of the book. Thank you for your support. Love you guys. Until next time, eat on, enjoy your life, and enjoy your health. And we'll talk soon.